0: Hey everybody, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. I'm delighted to welcome Skypilot to the show. I've Dave Hall on guitars and vocals and Garrett on bass. Hello. Hi guys. Welcome. Good to
1: be here. It's been a while, man. It's been a while. It, so, maybe year and a half ago now, was it?
0: 2020, episode
2: 62. Oh, the last one you
1: on the podcast, yeah. Yeah, I, I
0: actually had to look it up, man. You know, I was shocked how, how many episodes, like jesus christ they thought like it'd be probably episode 110 should, or something should like we six have six got eight. a stripper in tonight oh <laughs> that was that was definitely uh one to remember we had a good few points after yeah. you played as it well it was and...
3: one to remember but not for the right reasons necessarily <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I think James was traumatized by it more than anybody yeah.
1: else. <laughs>
2: was
1: he, was he, sitting, he was sitting closer to the action, else wasn't he? He was off.
2: Yeah. He was, he went, yeah. He,
0: he,
1: he probably
0: saw was. more than we did. Yeah, I saw you on the siege, Bill. But I never got a chance to talk to you. Easter siege? Was, no, I can't. It was because you were on the tour no, with we, a, we, we did, we didn't a blind play. pilot. No, no. she no, playing? Oh, fuck it.
1: That's
0: it.
1: Yeah, well, we're looking forward to it. Was that was it. like the one. Probably the one day of the tour that everybody was going. Yes, this is going to be class. It's going to be class. Yeah. Both so of which
0: started. one? If he got COVID, <laughs> like he had played a few gigs yeah. in the UK. We've done, uh, done the yeah. full
1: run around uh, uh, England, six maybe six shows. In Scotland. Last show was in Bristol. We came home. We played Belfast on the Friday night, and the next morning, Garth did a test. He was feeling yeah. a bit dodgy, and he came back positive. And I went, "Well, I suppose I better do one too." And straight red. No, didn't even have to wait for right. half an hour. It was just bang. Uh, yeah, tour was Seriously, had to cancel the with Dublin show on the Saturday and then the stage on Sunday. Yeah,
0: because you were billed after Elder Druid. That's what I saw on the on the running lineup. Yeah,
1: what a really good slot. Right? But... Yeah, yeah.
0: Devastated, like you know,
3: absolutely devastated about it. You know, I think mm. the whole tour had kind of been building up to that because obviously it was going to be Blind Rivers' first time in Ireland, um, playing, and we. You know constantly talked about how great the siege was and they'd heard so many reports about it and they were really looking forward to it and obviously i mean it's great for them they still got to play and from what i hear they went down a storm so they're,
2: they're, oh, they're an unbelievable the life band,
3: absolutely unbelievable life band whether you like that yeah. kind of end of sort of the more rock and roll end of things or, or not they're just they're just superb yeah. you know um and the nicest bunch of lads you could ever meet like but um yeah it was just it was just really gotten for us that we weren't going to get to play those last two shows you know but you know at least at least we held our hands up and said yeah. look you know we've tested positive here you know it's, oh, sure. it, no, we didn't want to take any chances or anything you, know, you can't do it you just no couldn't.
0: you can't I, could, I,
3: I couldn't have you can't no, nah, just that was, like you know, I'd have been I'd because
0: have... you know yourself after the gig, how the likes trying me be coming up it's just and if, and just like it's just like give you a it's or like it's just 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 like it's the like it's to another, the siege previous and um, my mate was driving I was in the passenger seat and just daughter tested positive just we pulled in and had this like it's just like it's just both said just I've been in the car with you for an hour and a half and, you know, if you have it, I yeah. definitely have it now as well. But, like, yeah. we'd no symptoms right that. now. That's when we just decided yeah, exactly. to turn around and go home, yeah. you know. That's when it was really scary because we didn't know how bad um, people were getting with it. So, thank God a lot of that is pushed to the side and we're back listening and yeah. going to live yeah, music. Absolutely. Thankfully. Absolutely. So, in the middle of all this COVID, were you writing music? What was the plan with you? Can you yeah,
1: remember back? Um, I distinctly remember being in the just take myself into the spare room, like like over over went on eBay, did I bought a couple of different pedals and stuff and started arsing about in the spare room and kind of trying to cut up riffs. But I've said to the other people previously, like we we're not the most um, technologically minded band. Like other bands, I'm assuming would all be pro tools on laptops and sending each other real stems and nearly complete songs that way. We that's just not yeah. how we do it. We uh. We sort of have to be in the room um somebody will play a riff or somebody will play a groove and we'll all just join in and like you come up for air 50 minutes later and you go well that could that could be a song you know you could yeah. you can only write too much you could write the odd riff here and there have an idea for a tune but until we've got the all clear to get back and get actually jamming um i couldn't have said i have I've, I've 10 songs written that kind of thing it was all just 10 ideas for what would turn out to be you know and um, yeah. we probably should Go with the times a wee bit and try and get a bit more like that but jesus we've gone 20 years without <laughs> without it and it seems to work, it seems to work They're still going stuff strong man. So, um,
0: yeah, <laughs> i've heard simple Beast. um i got a copy of it and it's absolutely fantastic and um, mm-hmm. i must say congratulations it's riff laden and fantastic performances out of the trevi. uh shout out to gary as well who did an amazing I, I job on so, the drums
1: so all point like we had all the drums done within the first four hours on the Monday in the morning when we're in the studio, like for lunch lunchtime where were sitting there and meeting oh, shit, that's the drums done. I thought yeah. what recording was supposed to be uh, pulling your hair out, it was supposed to be hard, but it was so quick. Gareth knocked the bass out. And, and day one, we had all bass and drums done. Ah. And then we had a week.
2: Yeah. What?
0: Day one? Fucking hell, lads. That's brilliant. Um would you think that's down to the power of rehearsals up to up to the point yeah. of you going into the studio? I can't see how
1: it isn't really, you know um mm-hmm it's kind of it's, kinda, it's too, mm. twofold I mean we we knew what we we're doing we knew the songs inside the night we played them constantly at yeah, practice practice, practice. we we'll always have practice twice yeah. a week we we'll go over 20 years so we must have a rough idea how to you know <laughs> our songs go <laughs> but at the same time we're not um yeah we're not overly complicated I and mean, have no no samples only one guitar you know there's no mad, mad vocal harmonies there's no triggers on the drop you know it's all just basically noise that comes out of the amp so in that respect it's fairly straightforward to yeah. do. I fair play to Rocky. Um, Rocky, um, mm-hmm. he 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 was he wanted, yeah. Well, he wanted us to, to do Rocky, some yeah. like pre-production and send in demos to him, so he knew what it was working with. And I was all, what's he need to do that for? I was all, this is all. I mean, we just turn up a <laughs> replay you record, but the, he, the boy knows the stuff, so it was really really painless. And I think the whole three days and then a couple of hours on the Thursday morning just to finish off a couple of vocal tracks, and we almost done. Like. Yeah, that was in uh,
0: start together studios. Yeah.
1: Well, that was the first time. Normally, we had previously would use Einstein, Frankie McClay. Uh, after that, for the mm. front, we used Bearcat Studios with Johnny Monroe. it's it's closed down since. So um,
0: that's a closed you know, down.
1: Room. Ah. Yeah, Bear used to have the room for for a practice space now, but the the studio's gone. Like.
0: but uh, start together studios is well yeah. renowned across you know Northern Ireland. Anyway, you know, there's been a lot of great recordings oh, no. in there. Um, it's been a few bands on the
1: show that I've still used are, it as well. well really. you know, he would be it.
3: definitely a well-renowned producer and engineer, you know, and the stuff that he does, you know, I mean, he's doing yeah. international bands, you know, big kind of, you know, way, way above our level kind of thing, you know, all the time. So, I mean, I'm sure it was probably fairly straightforward for him to, to, to work with us, you know. Um, but as I say, as Dave, as Dave rightly says, you know, just the whole thing about being prepared, going into the studio, Um, the one thing we were talk- we did talk about at length was he said, you know, the amount of bands that come in and don't know their own songs and they have to sort of try and hash it out in the studio, which takes more time, you spend more money and all that there, You know? yes. whereas we were literally yep. just ready to go. That was it. Um, play it through each track and get it done. And that was that, you know, and we were just... We were really, obviously we were really enthusiastic about it as well, you know, I mean once I think particularly from Gary's mm. point of view once he got his drum kit all set up, you know, on the Sunday night and there was like what was it twenty six different mics on it and stuff like this here and just all this insane gear like, <laughs> um, and just it, it, it's he, he took a lot of photographs of it. It's actually a sight to behold. His drum kit all set up in the recording room, you know. But um, I think that definitely had a, a positive impact on him because he was raring to go on the Monday morning like, and he was completely on point. And then yeah. you know that afternoon i was able to knock the bass out in a few hours you know no problem at all um again we, we'd all learned our parts well and we knew what we were doing you know there was no kind there was only a couple of bits and pieces we had to kind of um not even musically but just some of the the lyrics and stuff had to get swapped around a bit just to make them fit better in the songs and things like that you know you, 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 yeah. you sometimes have these things you know but other than that that you know the 90 over ninety percent of the stuff was as it should have been, you know. So we were really happy with that.
0: Yeah, and Dave, what about Gareth Turchsen? There, some of the lyrics and the vocal delivery. Was there any challenges in particular with some uh, songs?
1: There were a few challenges because up until we went into the studio, some of the songs I hadn't actually sung before. Um, I just we wow. when we when we practice yeah. generally. Nine practices out of ten, I don't even bother doing vocals. You know, i, I do if we have a gig coming up, I'll do it a couple of shows. You know, a couple of practices before a gig, or for studio, we'll try and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, like I'll, have, I'll know in my head what I think it should sound like, and then I'll have to when to go into the studio trying to make it sound out. way. Um, but this this time around, um, Garth wrote eighty percent of the lyrics. I think Gary knocked out one song as well, and I had one from yeah one of the songs we recorded off an EP from a couple of years back. So, um, it's all. The well, yeah, majority of the lyrics in this album is all Gareth, so if you want to grill him for
0: a while, that's great. <laughs> oh, we will. Yeah. We definitely will. And the, the title, uh, Simple Beasts, was yes. it hard to choose the title? Or was that a standout? Um, we had kind of, I
3: know particularly me and you, Dave, had been sort of WhatsApping each other backwards and forwards just during the days and stuff. We need to think of a title for this album. And then we were having just a sort of a, a conversation again on WhatsApp, and it just kind of came out. <laughs> And it was like, yeah, that sums us up, you know. <laughs> um, so <laughs> who thought, That's, that, that'll do? <laughs> okay, yeah. But it kind of, kind of is, because as Dave says, you know, our songs aren't overly complicated or anything like that there. It's all about the riffs. It's all about the kind of the grooves and stuff like that there, you know. We're never going to we're never gonna yeah. appeal to the kind of the, the math rock kind of, I don't know, death metal, black metal crowd, you know, that sort of thing, you know, with them we're not flying up and down the yeah. fretboards at 200 miles an hour, you know, if that's your thing. So it's just kind of, yeah. you know, so we very much are, they are, the songs are simple beasts.
0: Yeah, and the the majority of the lyrics, Gart, were they inspired by anything in particular? Is there a team running through it? or
3: uh, There is actually, um, what's that? <laughs> Pure Rage. Or yes. Ass. Um <laughs> a lot of it's a lot of it's frustration, a lot of it's, you know, particularly I know every, it's a bit of a cliche now to say it's kind of a lockdown thing and all that there, but it absolutely is. It you know <laughs> I'm to my own detriment I'm a very avid news watcher and I follow politics and things like that there stupidly I might add um but it's just kind of a lot of that is where it comes from the frustration at the kind of the mm. bumbling attempts to try and deal with this situation and the kind of the combination of the the impact of social media and just the kind of the mob mentality of people and comments sections and all that stuff there that is just it's just an incredibly toxic sort of atmosphere that there was off yeah. the back of all of this which is you know it's th- that's largely where a lot of the lyrics come from you know i mean some of them can be we I went to a couple of dark places during writing it and stuff you know um and uh it was just kind of you know there's there's a couple of songs on there would be kind of you know something that really sort of bugged me a lot was the kind of the rise and kind of domestic violence and things like that there during lockdown and you know which obviously is just you know it's a symptom of the frustration that people are feeling obviously and the fact that they're you know they're they're they're, people are living on top of each other you know day in day out with no kind of release from it you know so there's a lot of that going on too and i don't want to kind of you know simplify it too much but it's um because it's a very you know horrible kind of topic to, to sort of say but some of that's based around that um the the new single knife in the beach is a direct dig at our um fine uh wonderful upstanding government up here in the north and uh wow. <laughs> it's kind of a a bit of a, a bit of a jibe at them and they're kind of their the the, the 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 constant bungling attempts to try and manage the situation and just yeah. almost the kind of the you know so the idea behind that is you know it's like it's like you know you swim the ocean and then get knifed in the beach you know that kind of thing sort of <laughs> you know so they can't they can't mm. see anything through to the end they can't you know finish things you know properly and stuff like that there so yeah mm. that's the general theme running throughout a lot of it you yeah. know
0: so we'll do an old run through for those that um will be purchasing uh, it and you can maybe explain some of the songs if you don't mind. The first one is a great title, Waffle Dust, so we'll (laughs) give this a blast. a huge amount of emotion running through that, the delivery of the vocals as well. The title, is that just one of those that came up in the studio and you just left it alone? That's,
1: that's just Gary. I think he was reading Ozzy Osbourne's autobiography and that's what was. <laughs> Ozzy, as, as was called, Ozzy's code word for cocaine, I think. So just, uh, just I'll do the job. Was thought, really, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Over the years, we've never really Brilliant. too much thought into uh, song titles. We've had some sort of it's all weird ones and they don't, nothing... So it just it's just to remind us what song we're playing next. It doesn't really ever ever <laughs> have anything to do with the actual song itself.
0: Like right through this there's what is it, eight songs. Yeah. Yeah. Every one of them will be played live comfortably, which you you can carry every single one of them off. No
1: Yeah, to, to this point in our career so far, we've never seen any point in doing anything overly technical that you yeah. replicate life and bearing in mind we're only a three piece. Doesn't dictate what we do, but at the same time we're very aware. Well, I'm very aware anything we put in an album we should be able to just play uh, yes live you know um,
0: yeah and and sometimes it is frustrating when you you see bands and they've so many effects on it and mm, how are they going to carry that off you know and ultimately sometimes they can't you know Whereas this album lads, every every song you're just going oh yeah that's just doesn't sort of name sound better sonically live
1: yeah. um at times at the title again not not intentionally but you know we you keep things simple there's not not as much can go wrong i mean we played with uh comic Bitchwax and Nebula there the other night and how'd that go Brilliant. really well um
2: two, Class. those two
1: bands were on fire like really really good show um but we got i think we were on doors were open at half seven and we got we basically got set up and ready to sound check with seven minutes to doors and because we're so we know what we're doing we've done it before there were only is three of us we're simple sound check was done in about two and a half minutes and then we were off you know <laughs> Like nearly everybody, nearly everybody in the building we we'll talked to said that was the best sound of the night? Because you know, if you know your gear, you know how to play. Yeah. No, no frills. It's just three guys making a racket. You know so.
0: Yeah, and it makes it easier to sound yeah. engineer as well. Yeah. I, was, I, think,
3: Andy.
1: I, think, Andy. I think Andy loves working with us. It's just. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it, it would be it would be easy to sort of say about it. You know I mean? If you can't do sound for us, then sound engineering is probably not the career for you
2: you know (laughs) that sort
0: of thing i love it Uh, the next one um octo fuzz an unusual title give us a heads up on that before i play it that was i suppose that that is
3: the first song that we have ever written and dropped b tuning
0: ah There's a big
3: sort of deep sound to it and that. You know, Dave took a real notion to kind of, oh, I'm just going to try this for once, and it worked. And we kind of really took that on board now. And it's, um, yeah, we've made it work for us. And it's, yeah, Octofuzz, as soon as we sort of finished it, we thought, yeah, that's got to be a single. You know, it definitely has to be. You Mm. know, it's it's right length. It's the right kind of, you know, there's the the riff and all that's very kind of, you know, present in it and you know forthright and it just kind of it just worked but as a, i mean yeah i mean we we, it was a song that we it was one of them you know i'd say the, the songs actually on the album are kind of to a degree or more or less as they kind of were written to to a point you know i mean octofuzz came out pretty early waffle dust was kind of one of the first ones i think that Okay. Forward, okay. You know, there's mix and match between the rest of them, you know. Um, but that yeah. was kind of the way it ran and but we we knew and we sort of played it with thought, right, you know, and then after we heard it in the studio we thought, yeah, definitely. If we're gonna do, you know, that so that was the first single that we've, that we've
0: And who know. did you work with for the video? Wayne Donaldson. William. Ah, cool. I didn't want to say it just in case <laughs> I might have been wrong like, No, you know? no, no, no. No, we we, we did it
3: and did a great job, you know, we we, we, we Kept it very simple, and uh,
1: just sort of, you know, we we did a thing. What's that? It was a bit of a theme of development. Just keep it simple, you know?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because, I mean, you get Wayne in, and, like, he does such a great job. He seems to spend the right amount of time on each musician, and I'm sure he was kind of relieved as well that you didn't demand too much of him, (laughs) because with with a title like that, you actually could go crazy with throwing in lots of psychedelics and... (laughs)
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Again, you can you can sort of overdo these things sometimes too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or
0: overthink them. Sometimes it's time dependent
3: as well. You know, it's just kind of depends mm-hmm. when you can get sort of that that time when you can actually get together and do that thing. You know, I mean, Wayne's incredibly busy as well now. You know, so it's, it's his his times at a premium, which you know we totally understand and us not being the most organized band in the world can sometimes be a bit difficult to tie us down you know so it's um it's uh yeah it's so we were able to get it done and you know nice and simple straightforward yeah and just you know it is what it is really
0: yeah and like you mean he's done some great work as well with pure sonic outcast like i I could go on you know but absolutely it's nice that he was involved with you okay so we'll give this a listen to this is Octafuzz. That's the sound of a band on top of their game. Every one of you, they're just fucking nailing it. Great vocal delivery, Dave.
1: I uh, yeah, I tried. I tried on this one. <laughs> I tried on this album. I think there was there was. I suppose there's a slight bit of pressure off because obviously Gareth did wrote most of the lyrics, so well, I had to sort okay. of step up and do a bit more with the delivery side of things rather than you know. Absolutely. So, so he spread spread the love. Spread the load about, bit. You know.
0: You know, we'll say for a song like that, which is um, again, you know, there's just serious emotion put through on the vocals. Do you often feel like you have to inhabit this character to portray that side of the music from an emotional level?
1: I wouldn't go that far, no. I just
0: like. I like how do you know what the song needs? You know, for that that delivery there, the way you you come across anyway. The ref and
1: the way the song goes, it just to me, it just it felt like it needed. The, the go for yeah. it of course. like I I'm normally I wouldn't say I was shy but you know I'm a, I'm a quiet sort of guy I don't generally talk or less of something to say and, and even then I would, mm. I would ask myself do you really need to say that so um it's yeah. completely different like recording and playing live playing live you feel you could take on anybody because you've got this wall of noise behind you and people are actually there yes. really but recording is completely completely different it's just you standing in a wee room with a microphone in front of you it's, it's strange
0: yeah. yeah, and how do you get that emotion, you know, to bring it up to 10, you know? I,
1: don't, I honestly don't know. <laughs> so, uh, no, I, I'm
0: just saying, like, it, it's obviously gut instinct, you know, and and that's gold.
1: Okay, well, we'll take that down <laughs> <Cheers. laughs> Brilliant. Uh, I mean, you just have to go, like, this is, this is the recording. This is going to be recorded forever, and you sort of have to sort of not up and... Dish, dish it out, I suppose. Might be a t-shirt yeah. back print for a t-shirt, not up and dish it out. Get that done, really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I kind of sometimes can't help comparing songs, you know, and bands and Octofuzz there. Uh, I can hear uh, Terpy at their finest.
1: Yeah. In, right.
0: in that, yeah. Cool. I really, I really do, yeah. The riff
1: was actually almost accidental. Um, a guy, a friend of mine, Phil, lives in Glasgow, he used to play in Stand Up Guy years ago.
0: He's got another one. Oh,
1: good. yeah. Shout out to Ian and the rest yeah, of the He has a bass and a laptop and all this kind of stuff. And he messaged me and goes, if you Have you any, any spare riffs like that he could donate? And I went, Well, I like most of my riffs, so I'll try and do something slightly different.
0: What was the name of the band Tend. he's in in Glasgow? Oh, and Tend. T E N D. T E N D. Yes, Tend. we reviewed yeah, one T-E-N-D. of their songs Tend. on the Metal Cell forums. Yeah. Right.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah,
0: it's. Yeah. It's really, it's
1: really just Phil
0: himself,
3: you
1: know. That's Phil from Stand Up Guy. Yeah.
0: yeah. Fucking hell, class, and I mean, I don't know about you, I'm really excited to hear Haynes' new release as well. Mm -hmm. It's cooking away nicely in the background there. There is. and you know (laughs) they're
3: they're gonna kill it at Bloodstock, like so they are, you know, absolutely murder
0: it. So it's gonna be brilliant, you know. Um, So yeah, yeah, what a band. Another great yeah, tree piece yeah, coming from of. from your side of the world. I swear yeah. to God, lads, it's, it's great <laughs> that there's such a brilliant scene up there. I really, really must compliment you all on, on what you're producing. Fair play. Okay, let's go on to the title track. Simple Beast is one of my favorites. I have questions for it afterwards, but we'll oh. listen to it first. Mm. actually one of your longest tracks like yes okay. it would be
3: yeah um there's a couple of them in this one knife from the beach is quite long as well so it is um but yeah it would be we, we, we always have a few in the sort of all three albums that would be you know pushing towards the sort of the eight nine ten minute mark you know Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that would be that. I think that is the longest one on the album, so it is, you know. Um, yeah, probably, probably, probably about four minutes longer than it needs to be, but anyway, <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> and it's got such a catchy chorus where everybody can throw it back to you. Mm-hmm. Simple Beast. It's like my sympathy. Is, is there a play on words there? Or is it just,
3: um, not, not really as such, I think. It's it's really about kind of just the kind of the, the animalistic nature of everybody and the kind of how much that came out during the kind of COVID and stuff and the, the way we all kind of, you know, we started to behave in ways that were uncharacteristic of the way we normally would. You know, civility mm-hmm. to a degree went out the window. Um, you yeah. know, <laughs> I, I worked in retail for a very long time and I still have some friends who work in it and the stuff that they went through. Um, oh I'd say you still have out. the scares yeah, man. you know it. I mean you, people getting assaulted and stuff over toilet roll and things like that there you know just it's comical it's, it's almost comical you couldn't make it up sort of thing but it's just kind of that was kind of where I was going with this kind of the lyrical side of that you know um, it was yeah that would be something that would have been quite close to my heart you know and seeing you know and it just it always just really bugs me when I see people behaving like that so unnecessarily <laughs> yeah. you know
0: so unnecessarily yeah, yeah the end of it, it's great as well where you just go kind of into this fantastic instrumental, emphasising the heft, it's uh, brilliant really, really good. Thanks man I can understand why it's it's the title track as well man. Dave
1: Looking back it feels like it was done in about half an hour, you know, it was just totally painless which is a testament brilliant. obviously to uh, I suppose, the guys in the band, it just made it that way and Rocky was just, he's just he basically there to facilitate what you do you know, he doesn't if if something's obviously wrong or he thinks it can be improved, he'll he'll, he'll speak up. But you know, at the end of the day, there there are tunes really, and th- that's the way that's the way they come out of the speakers. So it was, you know, yeah, it was good. Yeah, really, really enjoyable experience.
0: Okay, the next one again is a it's a great title, Cluster Fun. <laughs> Have you played that live yet? Actually, um, it's kind of the. Um the
3: poor relative on the album, so it is to us. Oh. We wouldn't be, I don't think we're overly overly fond of it. <laughs> um, Interesting. Um, yeah, but it's... its
1: yeah, I was going to say, I don't think we've even played it in breakfast room since it was recorded. Wow, okay.
2: <laughs> hear it is first of all. <laughs> can...
3: I, th- I think okay. to sort of debate, maybe be a wee bit fair to it, um, I think there are other songs in the album which um are just a little bit better than it in our minds. Okay. So we're always gonna go with them before we choose that one, you know, but that's not to say that, you know, we hate it or anything like that. There it's just Yeah, and the title uh, yeah, I didn't really want to use any uh, kind of swear words in the song title, so I changed it to Cluster Fun. It's kind of a it's right. kind of a backhanded tribute to ITV's overdubs that they used to do in the eighties and nineties. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so you know, we all remember those in the Arnold Schwarzenegger films late at night. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. Yes.
3: Okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's built around a really catchy riff lads um, Dave did you pull that out of nowhere or can you remember
1: the riff not intentionally but it's kind of a it's a, it's almost a cross between a Tool riff and a Jesus Lizard riff because there's, yes. the, uh, there's a Thumper Jesus Lizard and Tool what, I can't remember what the Tool song is but the same notes and if you're thinking mm-hmm. about bite, you can slip in between the three enough, but it doesn't sound like
0: Tool and it doesn't really sound like Jesus Lizard, do you? I don't think. Thanks for mentioning Jesus it. Lizard on the show. I'm a, I'm a big fan of them, man. Aye. That's fucking class. We all were. It was worth I, it alone for yeah, that question, Gareth. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> God, I didn't know what happened to them, man. I saw I saw them live in Cork years and years yeah. and years ago. Great band. Brilliant band. Was the singer David yell That's him, it? yeah. David
3: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. right. Really. Saw them, saw them in the main Fiddler in Dublin years ago and they were unbelievable like yeah absolutely brilliant
0: there was another band as well um at the same time alice donut <laughs> I? <Did> you <laughs> yeah
3: remember those. Do you Remember that
2: i
0: remember alice donut yeah i wasn't wasn't so much into them but i love the jesus lizard like great
2: band, yeah. yeah of
0: course of course now we're moving on now to one of my favorites which might surprise you a jazz club <laughs> spelt with a k any insights into this before i play it the, the the actual music performance on this is fantastic, and of course Gary had a lot of fun near the end. Yeah, with this track awesome. as well. You know, so. <laughs> so go on, tell us about it. How did it come about? Or
3: uh, I think it was I remember the, the the again it was just one of those things that, that that was very much again. Dave comes in with a riff and we just jam it, and that's kind of what came out. Um bit sort of jazzy he'd been messing around with it for a wee while and the kind of the sort of the cleaner tones and stuff like that there and it's just sort of i guess the idea behind the the title was jazz club as in like a club you would beat somebody with it's (laughs) it's kind of um it's kind of the idea of us playing jazz is just so ridiculous so it is you know it's just it's just just,
0: don't ever you could pull that off as if it's like fucking david lynch comes out of retirement with twin peaks part five or whatever definitely sky pilot with a big red velvet curtain behind you man and a few dancing dwarfs it's got potential definitely does yeah we'll put that one in the notebook definitely (laughs) although that sounds like a molar bear Uh, (laughs) or acid age yeah
1: As them to describe themselves? As yeah, jazz yeah, trash. Yeah, jazz trash. More yeah,
0: jazz or something. Yeah. When I saw the title and before I even saw it, I was just going, imagine if there's just a filthy saxophone solo in the <laughs> middle of it. Like. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Um. Uh, you know stranger discussions have been had um oh, really? <laughs> but it's yeah no kind of, yeah, uh, nah, we're not going to do it you know as i say i mean it's all well and good for you know um acid age you know because they actually can't play jazz whereas we can't so you
2: know
0: <laughs> <laughs> right i'm gonna give it a blast anyway as i said it's one of my favorites on the album running bass line through it, Gareth. Are you finger or are you plectrum? Uh, always plectrum with Skypilot anyway, okay. yeah. Um,
3: I can use my fingers a bit, you know, but I've always preferred it. You just get a much better tone, I find, you know, uh, mm-hmm. especially if you're using, you know, that's that's a Fender P bass, so it is, you know, So it's which is the bass to use if you're going to record, you know, it just cuts through the mix lovely. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not really sure where that bass line came from, but, it came out so I'm happy
0: enough you know oh, wow. <laughs> it's class man I, I class. really enjoy that and Gary at the end of this song man there's a lot of a lot of fun being thrown into it <laughs> it's the best way to describe it man uh,
1: Dave <laughs> I going to say jazz club's are a wee bit out of the ordinary for us so, um, just a wee a wee sort of almost clean riff that normally I don't know it's just one of those things you take, take a riff you start playing with it at practice as somebody takes off and runs with it and takes it Next thing you know, you've a song out of it. You know, it's. Uh,
0: I think, particularly with that song, it's the economy of the guitar. You're leaving yeah, the lads well, breathe, there, Dave, for that song, definitely.
1: Yeah, a lot. A lot of the time, it's not uh, guitar economy; it's uh, Dave's ability. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, never, I wouldn't. I I, would never, I was thinking about this the other day. I wouldn't call myself a guitarist. I, I play guitar, that kind of thing. You know, I get by. I do. What, I do what I can. Do what I need to. Man, you're uh, a purveyor
0: of riffs. It. You're being very modest yeah. there now, is not it, To be very fair. Very
1: modest,
2: yeah. It it's is, all, yeah. it's all
0: about and, your... and there's yeah, it is. But there's the um, the ability to know when to come in and when when to not. And certainly for jazz club there, um, you you kind of took your foot off the pedal and left the lads breed for that song. And it's just it's, it's yeah, really it was... really.
1: I suppose whatever you're, you're playing it beside, not, not against, but beside that baseline, you know, the bass is busy enough, you sort of leave it, you don't want me to start doing something similar, it would just sound like a, a jig or something, you wouldn't, you know, you, know, yeah. you just have to, it's all about awareness of what's happening in the song and what it needs, so I suppose, so. Man, and comes yeah.
0: with 20 years playing music, lads, Fair yeah. pretty. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot to be said for it, there's a lot to be said for it. Eight in the face, who wants to take this one?
1: Go ahead, Dave. This is one that was actually on our Amazing Skypilot EP, the fourth EP we did. So oh, it's
0: the rework. It's okay. the,
1: the rework one. Um, so it's been around for a while. It's been well-gigged, well-played. We're just, it's, I suppose it's slightly more pro than what we would normally do, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Maybe this album. You have the likes of Jazz Club. You've got um, what you call Simple bass. It's got a weird time signature at the start. You know, we're... Not that we're going all all prog on it, but you know we're we're trying to do things slightly different. Maybe take things up a lot. Um so this one this one's got a strange type of signature coming out into the, the big riff at the end and also, So no, we just thought it was a really good song. We put that E P out. Um when was that? Oh god It could have been like five, six years ago. And, uh, and true the style didn't really do anything to promote it or push it. So it was kind of like a, we had one in our back pocket there that, that we thought needed an actual, an actual release, you know, digital release, worldwide, that kind of thing. So we chose that one. Um, so that's why that was Yeah. On. Yeah,
0: yeah it's, a, it's an interesting way to look at it because a lot of bands don't tend to look back, we'll say. They tend to yeah. kind of go forward and you certainly did it justice anyway. And... Um, Again, the production on all the tracks, and including this one, is excellent. So, big shout out to Rocky. We'll give it a blast. Great vocal delivery, my man. Fair play to you. I
1: think that's uh, that was that was the absolute max of. I'm not yeah, getting any higher yeah. than that ever in my life. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> I might have to drop it down the key for, for future live performances. That's getting that way, but um,
0: yeah, leave it to the end of the set maybe, just in case.
1: Yeah, I need to need to be warmed up slightly, but not totally blown out. So yeah, mid to late, mid to late set. Yeah.
0: The title eight in the face.
1: I was another Gary drummer drummer title I think it was uh, I think it was uh, a veiled threat he was going to hit somebody going to give that boy eight in the face so, <laughs> yeah. I think I don't want to miss him but I'm fairly sure it was a, <laughs> a threat of violence
0: to be, to be fair um, that's, that's most of what Gary's stuff is really isn't
1: it <laughs> yeah.
0: he's a drummer yeah he's a drummer drummers are different breed. we all know man. we know plenty of them yep. they're drumming for a reason yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, like, the, the lineup and the flow is very good so far in relation to the album. It flows really well up to this point. How difficult was it to assess that, we'll say, when you were coming down to the crunch stage where you had to go from one to eight? I think... Especially in relation to Through the Window, which is the next song, which is a great song.
3: I think we kind of look at it from the point of view is if we were playing this live start to finish, how would you want to do it? The Kind of the dynamic of a live set. You know, you want to kind of sort of come in with it really strong and then drop it down a bit, you know, a bit more moody and then bring it up again towards the end. You know, I think it's it's really just as straightforward as that, to be honest with you, you know, um, I, I can't really think, say that there was too much more other than that. Again, when we kind of put the songs all together, that just seemed to be the right way to do it, you know, for us. Um, I'm sure other people will disagree, but it's, 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 you know, it's in terms of flow, that was really, it just seemed natural. Really more yeah. than anything else, you know, organic. So, yeah,
0: that's, that's... Mm. no. I I think you got it spot on. That's that's why I was just wondering: was there any, you know, two or three tracks there that could have possibly went to the start or at the end? But uh, I think you, you got it right there. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So there wasn't much debate. In other words,
1: I don't think so. No, no, we're all happy off. No. I think there's maybe a lack of debate in all areas. <laughs> <laughs> We're, That's we're, it's we're, becoming tricky. more <laughs> obvious yeah. as the interview goes along. We've been,
0: yeah.
1: uh, we've been doing it that long that we can we can nearly just tell by looking at each other's face what they what they think. Is there, <laughs> is there any point? Is there any point in me playing that riff again if you look up and somebody's sort of screwing their face up slightly? You know, right? Well, that was a non-starter. We'll keep that for the <laughs> we'll try and we'll rehash it next week. and See if they notice that kind of thing. You know, it's <laughs> nearly yeah. You know, we we'll for twenty years. I'd say there's been. You know, very, very, very rarely have we ever not disagreed, but even you know, we're just everything not I'm not saying everything we do is gold. Like, obviously we'll change stuff or we'll shorten the songs or we'll maybe decide to try and do something a bit faster than, than normal, but you know how many is in the
0: inner circle that you can bounce ideas off of? Obviously James.
1: Uh, I don't know. We don't I'm not sure if we bounce anything off him. We'll sort of tell him this is what we've done and that hopefully he's happy with it kind of thing. Um yeah. Well, that was the way it was previously, but now he's actually working in a more official capacity, managing yes. us and stuff. So um, yeah. he's got a bit more input than he maybe used to have. But no, like as far, as far as as far as like recording demos or sending them to anybody to see what they think, that never that never happens. If you come and see us and we we'll play a live song, you'll you'll hear what it sounds like. But we don't. Not that it's any great secret. Like I say, like I said earlier, we're we're not particularly technolo- technologically minded. So, Hmm. to try and actually record a decent live demo for the purposes of giving the people would just be a whole pain in the hole we don't really want. So, you know, you're
0: you're definitely unique that way. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Through the window. Uh, Who wants to take this one? Second last song.
2: That's another
1: another drop B. One of the. um, Well, we're not uh, technically in drop B. It's the. A e string with drop dropped the B. So if you're playing a, a bar chord, it's a, it's actually an octave. So that kind of came off the back of that wee spurt I had about writing drop B songs. But um, the lyrics for that came from Ty. <clears throat> Um During COVID, um, it's, unfortunately, his dad passed away. And um, he caught COVID. Went in the hospital. Not saying it was COVID done it, but you know he had some other underlying issues. Underlying
0: issues. issues
1: yeah. went, in, went, in the, went in the hospital, never came out. So that is kind of um that's all that's gary's baby that one that's more personal than him i couldn't really go to more end it than that that's just basically yeah. the gist of that song so um me and gary's cousins actually so his his dad was my uncle as well so yeah uh, okay it's kind of
0: it's, it's a nice tribute then to, yeah. to so, okay we'll, we'll give it a spin then Um, a powerful part of the song, reflections in the glass, and thanks for explaining that. Right through this whole album, there's real emotion coming through, despite the fact that you're a three-piece. Um, you didn't need to fucking add extra layers of guitars or anything like that. And you know, it's through Dave's vocal delivery and the way the band kind of rally around Dave while he's singing. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's a brilliant, um, brilliant album, lads, and you know, another. Great, great song through the through the window. Cheers, man. Thank you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> cheers. Um, like yeah. I say, this is the first time that I've heard these probably in about a year since we recorded them, so it's it's good to try okay. sort of listen back and go, hi oh, that yeah, that's good. Or no, there's nothing we're yeah. going. There's not too much to would, would tweak or change, or you no, know, even even level-wise. You know, it's all sounds. We'd,
3: we'd thrown um we'd put through the window into we did our 20th anniversary show there um back in june and then um we also played it the other night when we were supporting Bitchwax wax and uh, nebula and it, it it actually came across really really well the other night it sounded great really really good. Yeah. so i was really pleased with it how it turned out actually um and i mean you know it's it's obviously the you know there's a lot going on there lyrically and it means a lot to particularly guy obviously you yes. know um, and rightfully so and yeah so it's it's quite poignant but it's um it's also it's you know there's you know we, we love playing it you know we really, really yeah do. it's there's like
0: obviously the heft is there right throughout it, but like kind of someone from the outside looking in i think you've done a great job in getting that factor and it's an important factor for for an album to especially for a three piece, to get emotion coming through without you know what I mean just over complicating it over layering it a lot of bands get emotion through kind of synths and mm. guitar solos and stuff but you, you have it um, distilled down to a fine
1: art <laughs> thanks man well, I think it's more, more like an overall vibe if you know what I mean a vibe yeah absolutely like when you go and see if you come and see us, I imagine the vibe will be the same from the start of the set the idea we're, were kind of not that all the songs sound the same or they're even the same pace or any of that kind of stuff, but it's just an overall kind of, if you hear one of our songs, you'll, you, you, you could almost guess it was us, that kind of thing, you know, it's, yeah. um, people have always asked us, you know, what was sound like or what's your band sound like or who do you, who's your influences and stuff and like, it changes from week to week, you know, we, we couldn't honestly tell you, mm. like for 20 years, I mean, been have us you know, describe your band in like three words or something that every time it's, you know, I, can't, I can't honestly answer that. Mm. It's just like I, mean, I, I, I do think it's like it's just an overall vibe about Sky vibe, if you like. Whether if that I don't know if that sounds R C or not, but so. no, it
0: doesn't. It's it doesn't sound R C at all. Here's a little curveball for you. What were you listening to? We'll say, leading up to the the writing of the songs uh, do you all have particular favourite bands do you go out and look for new music is there one of you in the band that actively is always looking for the next big thing or are you like me that kind of more or less would stay old school and-
3: I think it's kind of um, well all three of us would arguably listen to the same you know, the same bands. We we grew up together. We, you know, obviously David and Gary are cousins, but we've all known each other since we we're young lads, like, you know, um, mm-hmm. all living in the same village and kind of grew up together, listening to the same things, you know. We're the three of us are huge Iron Maiden fans, huge tool fans. Obviously Dave and Gary and I are big Curb Dog fans, you know, and Therapy as well, you know, um bands like a lot of nineties bands, you know, um okay. we I think I think we probably are a very nineties sounding band. If that makes sense, you know, no, it does, yeah. that's that's our era. That's when we listen to music, you know, there'll be some variation between us. But generally, if one of us likes something, the other two will probably like it as well. You know, Okay. Um bands like, you know, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Faith No More, all those kind of things. See.
0: There you and go, stuff. man. It's the...
3: You know, it's the classic stuff, you know, but the classic in terms stuff. of discovering new bands and stuff, I mean, obviously, you know, I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe not for Dave so much, but certainly for me and Gary. Um, Fear Inoculum was a massive thing for us. Like that album is just sensational, and I know people get very divided about till. Yeah. Kind of a marmite band, but you know, um, the three of us generally do love them, and their music's been really inspiring for us over the years. You know, um, you know, the likes of um. Oh God! You know, I mean, we've all recently discovered, you know, sort of bands like Green Lung and stuff like that. There, who are, who are amazing, you know, they sound fantastic. Came out and just, over, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, they're they're not really doing anything particular. No. Either, but what they are
0: do doing, doing it so good, yeah.
3: Fucking good, you know. It's just, it's just that's just the way it is, you know. Ever, you know, and bands like that, and then you know, I mean, Dave and I are going to London in October to see Head Swim, you know. Oh doing, wow. Yeah, they're doing a 30th anniversary <laughs> thing of, of the release of Flood over in the Camden Underworld, like so and we were really into that band um when we were kids, you know. Um that album was brilliant, you know. And I think I think through all those kind of bands, we're trying to sort of capture the kind of the emotion and the riffs, you know, probably throw a bit of helmet in there too, you know, bands like yeah. that there too, you know what I mean. We Would have listened to all you know, god, I
0: could go on all night about it because there's no, so but and uh, you know, and to know even what, lizard, it, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah, you know, it's just it's a different time period, and the quality always is there to go back to, isn't it?
1: Even, even these days, now it's it's easier to go back to the 90s to discover bands you didn't know, like back back in the 90s, if it wasn't in crang. Chances are, I never knew about it. That kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah. now, with the benefit of hindsight, you've thirty years of stuff. You can go back and go, shit, they were good. And this boy left that, band, joined that band, and you know, there's a whole, there's tons of stuff you'd never heard, and it's all yeah. of that era, and it's things like that. And it's all right up our street, you know. So, mm. it's, it's good in that respect. But, um, I think one of the, the, the well, one of my favorite comparisons. So after a gig, somebody told me, we sounded like, uh, Deftones were covering Tool songs. And I thought, fuck, oh. that's good. That, I mean, yeah, I mean, you take that. I'm not 100 sure it would, it would be accurate, but you know, I like the comparison. You know.
0: And Dave, was he kind of swaying from side to side when he was saying it to you, or?
1: Most people, people generally are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Most people are.
1: Yeah, you're spot on. <laughs> we, we played, we played, um, we played in London on that Blind River tour, and the promoter come up to us after and goes that we made him, we made him really nostalgic for the 90s we're just playing you know so it's, it's
0: all that's, that's okay. how high yeah. praise for you lads you actually, know, hour, it is.
1: Yeah, that show you show you your touchstones are basically um yeah,
0: yeah. exactly yeah and uh, there is that vibe running right through the album like so knifed on the beach is that's actually out now isn't it as well yes. what has been the feedback with knifed on the beach have you been talking to many people around g or has it got back to you
3: yeah, there's been a few wee comments coming through about, you know, people really love the sound of it and love the groove and stuff and all that there, you know, all the sort of stuff, you know, you're kind of hoping people say about yes. it, you know, so there's there's certainly been nothing negative so far anyway, you know, which is always nice, you know, um, yeah. aside from what we would say about it ourselves, you know, it's kind of because um, <laughs> there's nobody there's nobody's a bigger critic of us than the three of us, you know, um, yeah. and it's and that's, that's the way it should be, you know, um, you should never be sort of comfortable or happy with what you're doing all the time, you know, cause otherwise it wouldn't, it would, it would be crap, you know? <laughs> um, so it's just kind of, um, yeah, it's, um, the, the, the feedback's been really good, you know, I mean, obviously there's a bit behind the single release of it and stuff now, you know, um, obviously, you know, James is working closely with Oren and stuff like that there. And there's, mm. you know, a lot more kind of behind this one. Um, And, you know, we're getting plenty of feedback, you know, we're getting invited onto podcasts and things like that there, you know, and stuff like that. It's nice, you know, it really is, you know what I mean? I think, I think if, if, if you'd won criticism of Knife in the Beach, it's probably, again, it's, it's probably a bit too long to be a single, but we never, really cared about that because yeah. we're not expecting to hear it in the radio anytime soon anyway so you know it's one okay. of those kind of okay. it is what it is
0: yeah right We will give it a spin Soon to be a live classic, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be fun playing live. Tell me I'm wrong.
3: It is. It, it's definitely, I think from my point of view, it's my favourite song on the album and it's my favourite one to play live as well. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, there's pl- plenty to it. You think, yeah, there's all gets the middle bit and it just completely changes and different different riff appears and it's, ah, it's, it's, it's good. It's like a, I like it. <laughs> when Dave
0: says he likes it, it's a massive yeah. thumbs up.
2: Huge. Yeah. <laughs> Huge.
0: So I'm glad we're talking about live gigs. You've got a good few coming up. um The Voodoo in Belfast. Yep. That that's the album, is the yep. album launch. Yep. Mm. I'm so I'm look others. at my schedule. I'm not going to say anything, but.
1: Mm. Well, we're. Dublin, we're doing Dublin the week after as well, so that might yeah, super
0: McGee's, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the second of September. Seventeenth yeah. yeah. of September, you're with Orange Goblin and Baleful Creed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, and what a
1: fucking lineup! Black. should be, should be good. Aye, looking forward to it. Um, I, just, I think on, off the back of this album, I really want I, I want to do more shows at that kind of level if you know what I mean That's I mean yeah. I, I'll, I'll go anywhere I'll, I'll play to anybody I've, I've, play, I've driven for hours and played to nobody I've done all that but I really I think with what we have with this album and we're going to actually try and push it I want to try and get more kind of high profile support slots or if we get a tour or something that'll be grand but you know I really want to do something with this one
0: yeah um, it, deserves, it deserves to be heard and played live I mean as you said the whole album is built around it being played live Um, obviously there'll be tracks taken out because you're not going to play from start to finish as he suggested but um you got a cool uk tour as well coming up in oxford rotterham and wales yeah
1: Yeah, that's the tail tail end of the year over three or four dates um december and then i think february again we're back over for another three or four
2: okay well you Um, will
1: definitely
0: see me anyway on the 9th of december for the crypt of the riff
1: oh Oh, yes yes, forgot about that yeah absolutely that's that's, that's, that's
0: a lineup and a half that it's a lineup and a half absolutely yeah
3: that's going to be a good weekend
0: yeah it's a great great celebration man and a big shout out to jake and the lads behind that for all yeah Mm. that's all the live gigs covered that are coming up big shout out to james with the distortion project and code 7 distribution are involved as well they're Releasing yeah. a limited digipack CD for us old school heads, which I will definitely be buying. Yep, <laughs> that's it. Well, Thank you for for thinking of us.
1: <laughs> no, I, I'm still 100% buy physical product. Like, I, I could count on one hand the amount of things I've downloaded in my time. Like, I'm all about still buying yeah. still buying something physical. Like, we so exist. Uh, we exist out there. Well, I'll sell one to you and I'll buy one myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, the one thing i haven't seen a sniff of is album art uh, can you give us a hint in relation to who's involved with it maybe or
1: yeah it's um kim horner who did the front ah okay brilliant yeah. i'm delighted yeah. to hear that yeah. yeah that's
0: great news you stuck with her good yeah, wow. yeah absolutely um, yeah, I mean, yeah. She, she,
1: just, she knows her stuff um but again keeping on the simple theme it's it's uh, no frills uh no frills artwork <laughs> it's a simple based simple cover you know you'll we'll see it's I, mean, I think it looks it looks great it's 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 the album it's, it's the whole sort idea what we're doing um yeah so it's yeah, uh, it's, yeah we'll, um, we'll, send you, we'll send you a picture of it or something <laughs> yeah the um
3: the uh the artwork was also kind of done because there possibly might be at some point if the stars align some sort of a 12inch vinyl release as well okay but, that's not confirmed yet. So no, no, no. <laughs> just to no, no. hold yeah. fire on that one. But it, I think, looking at the the artwork and stuff, you know, Kim's done a brilliant job. And if if it does eventually make it onto Wouldn't vinyl, it be, yeah, like, it would yeah,
0: be majestic on, yeah. on an album cover. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: So that's been done with that. Uh, that one eye on that slightly. But again, yeah. you know, with vinyl being the way it is and all that, yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, and stuff.
1: It's just I mean, who knows, you know. go fuzz. The original plan was to put OctoFuzz out as a seven inch. But yeah. it was coming back like twelve quid per unit to get made, never mind the sale. So um yeah. I kind of covered that. So um that's just what
0: about it's... um merch? Have you got T shirts and long sleeves or what can you
1: Do tell us all... about anything? Uh, yeah, there'll be there'll be new there'll be new shirts, album style shirts, and we're gonna make um a run of, or you know, the 20th anniversary poster artwork for the for the robot with a. Oh, that fridge was class!
0: Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Yeah,
1: we're gonna. That's too good just to use as a poster. Um, Who did the artwork for that, lads? That was really impressive. It was a guy in Scotland that my my wife actually knew. She got she got me that for Christmas. She, she got him to make a like a, 'cause I I sort of collect you know those silkscreen gig yeah. posters. Mm-hmm like them so she thought it would be a good idea to get him to make one of those just for me for Christmas and um, it came where she, the, the, the proofs came through and we thought that's class so we've got some made up um, and we've decided it's far too good not to use for you awesome. know, at least t-shirts Um, we could, well I don't know it could, could have been the album artwork if i got it in time but you know, that would probably wouldn't have suited it if you know what I mean yeah
0: was that album artwork used for the the one that you played with Nomadus. And...
1: Yeah, that was the poster for the gig. We used that as a gig poster for the 20th anniversary. Yeah. Gravity Well. that's it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh. so, yeah there should be hopefully a line of t shirts for that basis and then sort of the album artwork as well. So, we'll, we'll make a lot of t shirts that nobody will buy and we'll, we'll keep them <laughs>
2: ourselves.
0: <laughs> okay, lads. Listen, welcome back to the show. It was a pleasure having you on. Thanks
1: very much. Good to chat again. Hopefully, yeah, we'll catch.
0: We shall drink. Proper points, not virtual reality points Well, cheers Sooner anyway. rather than later. Absolutely. Cheers, man. Thank you. So everybody, the album Simple Beast is out on the nineteenth of August. I suppose as newer folk callers it's a fucking banger. I absolutely <laughs> love love it as just a riff laden fucking beast. And uh, congratulations, lads, um, and best of luck with it. And cheers. anything I can do to help promote it. Um, I certainly will. Okay. Thanks, yeah. man. Do you
1: want, Cheers, do you want you to buy three hundred CDs
0: on us now? Yeah, <laughs> uh, send them off down to Cork. There'll be no problem. We'll flog them.
2: <laughs> so you've been Good listening on.
0: to Dave and Garrett. Uh, shout out to Gary who didn't make it, and crucially support your local metal scene.